Hey guys, and thank you for tuning in for another episode of The Natty Scene. I'd just like to apologise for the audio on the other end of this podcast. So Theo's audio was a little bit quiet in this episode, but you can still hear him, so I still hope you get the benefits of this episode and enjoy it. Um, So thank you for tuning in, and hope you enjoy. Cheers, guys. Hey guys, and welcome back to The Natty Scene with your host, AJ Morris, and this is episode number six, and of course, we are very lucky to be joined by another top-level, interesting, and very shredded uh, natural bodybuilder in the form of Theo Golab. So, today we are going to discuss, basically, uh, again, how Theo got into the sport, and also touching on this prep which is very co- very close to being finalised, actually. Uh, or at least the first initial show will be will be very soon. Theo is competing this weekend in the same show that I'm competing in. Thank the Lord, it's a very different class that he'll be in. Um, he'll be in the heavyweights, but nevertheless, still uh, a very awesome bodybuilder to have on the show. And I'm very excited to be, to be speaking to him. So, Theo, how are you? How are things? And... Uh, How's this week? How's this week gone so far? Well, AJ, thanks for having me on anyway. Um, <laughs> and nice intro, man. Nice intro. I like that. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, this week. Do you know what? It's it's going well so far. Um, mm-hmm. You know, as always, there's um, a little bit of nerves, but yes. then it kind of turns into excitement. So but I am absolutely raring to go on stage now. Yeah. You know? How 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 long has it been since your last since your last one was it was last year were you up on stage last year? It was indeed and yeah. the last comp was actually the FAC World Finals. Okay, so it wasn't so it wasn't massively long ago, really, was it? No, that was like I think the first November or yeah, right end of October one or two anyway. Yeah, sure. So yeah, not too long ago, Theo was on stage and obviously. Taking a short off season and then coming into a contest prep again. So, uh, very determined guy, and I know I kind of know what Theo wants, and uh, that's it's really exciting to follow. So, Theo, like first up, like we normally start off these podcasts with getting to know the athlete a little bit more. So, talk to us a little bit about how you got into the sport of bodybuilding uh, and how you ended up obviously doing your your first show. Were you were you initially sporty as a kid or like how how did you get into bodybuilding and and obviously lifting weights also? Well, um, I started lifting weights from an early age. Um, I was actually in high school around fourteen, fifteen. Oh. Um, I started at a junior weight club. Okay. So I used to, used to go there with my friends. Um, used to be about like ten of us. <laughs> um, used to go like Tuesday and Thursday. It's more of a social thing. Yeah. The basics. As time went on, um, people started dropping off, but then there was a few of us that still remained. Yeah. And then, um, unfortunately, the trainer, he uh, fell ill, so that stopped. And then okay. from then, we just kind of um, just kept going gym. We didn't really know what we were doing, because to be honest, I used to do the same workout five days a week, or pretty much the same workout. So, you usually start off with a bench press, 
<laughs> and then there'll be some bicep curls in there as well. So that was guaranteed every workout. Yeah. Um, and yeah, just kind of went through there, really. And then it weren't until, I think, 2012. Okay. And people, for some reason, this year, um, it was like, people just kept going to me, um, you, need to, um, compete, you need to compete. And I, and I was like, oh, I'm not big enough, I'm not big enough. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't want to take some, any steroids. Sure. Ass, you know, um, natural bodybuilding, because I didn't have a clue about bodybuilding. I, I, I really didn't know about natural bodybuilding until someone mentioned it to me. Sure. So I thought, well, okay, um, I'll have a look into it. And lucky for me, um, the finals was actually down the road from me in Manchester. Oh, that wow. First, that was the first show that I, I actually went to watch. Yeah. And uh, kind of inspired me, and I thought, you know, I think I could be good at this. Mm-hmm. So I actually um, prepped in 2013, got about five weeks in, and I knew something wasn't right. I was just basically starving myself. And I thought, oh. Oh, let's just pull out, let's pull out. And okay. Then, um, a bit more research, and then 2014, that's when I hit my first show. And how, how old were you in 2012 when you sort of sh- saw your first show? Were you... Were you still a junior at that point, or? I was, well, I think I was 23. Oh, okay. So you would have just missed the boat on juniors. Yeah. Yeah. So that's 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 interesting, because I, I guess, and this is, this is something that really intrigues me, is like, you spent a lot of those so-called uh, magic years where you can gain a lot of tissue. You spent a lot of those years, essentially, away from the stage, away from dieting. And would you say that, like, from the age of, I don't know, when you got into things like 14, 15, all the way up until sort of 23 years old, you didn't really ever do, like, a serious diet? Were you mostly sort of progressively gaining weight to an extent? Yeah, diet. I didn't have a clue about diet. To be honest, I used to live off one pound pizza from Asda. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously. Double pepperoni. 1,000 calories. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I used to live on because I really struggled to put weight on as a kid. Did you? I didn't have, yeah, I didn't have a clue about what to do, really. I, just, I was just winging it. And be, I, I never really wanted to be a bodybuilder. Yeah. And it wasn't until, like, I kind of got introduced to it where it actually started to really appeal to me. Mm. Before 2012, before you short, saw that first show, um, who was the first person or the first bit of content which you saw online that made you think oh maybe not eating asda or uh p or uh, 1000 calorie pizzas was the best way to eat and uh, like how did you start structuring your nutrition when you found like what was that what was that first bit of content that you thought oh okay i should probably buy some protein or eat protein at regular intervals like when did you first find that out um to be honest it was mainly just through like speaking to people at first, um, because I knew a few people that was either competing or, uh, or in the past. Yeah. So it gave me um, some good insight, and then from there I just started googling, and mm-hmm. um, just went from there. So there's, yeah. there's loads of information um, out there. When I first got into like lifting weights, it was just mainly magazines. So I started off with a uh, mentor. And, Classic. Yeah. <laughs> Do you read Flex <laughs> magazine? Um, I did, uh, not so not so much anymore. Mm. Um, yeah, Flex magazine. Um, 
was definitely one of the ones and Theo, what, like, I know that you saw, obviously you saw bodybuilders, and I'm guessing the show that you went to in Manchester was the BNBF finals, was it? Yeah. yeah. So w- were there any specific bodybuilders that you remember on that day that you, you heard their name got called out and you were like, wow, like I want to look like that? Or like, like likewise, were there any bodybuilders in the magazines that you thought initially that you would really like to look like that like what sort of physiques inspired you to to get to the stage do you know what the, the mad thing about it is that i've never actually wanted to look like anyone wow i've always wanted to be a better version of myself and that's the honest truth i've nice. always respected people's physique sure i remember um the show that i went to watch is when uh, nate williams he won his pro card wow I don't remember, I, I didn't know anything about bodybuilding at this point, but from when I saw him, I thought, this guy's a winner. I just yes. knew he, he was a winner, you know. And he was he was a junior at that show, wasn't he? <laughs> Jesus, that, thank God, thank God I wasn't a junior in 2012. Fuck me. That guy was incredible. But yeah, um, that's, that, that's really interesting how you... You didn't really look up to anyone in, in, a, in a certain way. But obviously, I think, you know, for, for anyone who goes to watch The Natural Show, and this is something that I encourage every young individual to do, because obviously in nowadays, mate, we see it time and time again that the individuals in some gym environments get led down the wrong route. And they then later on, they'll realise they'll follow someone like ours and they'll be like, wow, like that's achievable naturally. And a lot of people second guess it because the first, like the first sort of situation they've got themselves into is in the gym. Like big Gary tells them that they need to take this to get big or to make progress. And then they realize that, oh crap, like now I can't compete as a natural competitor for either lifetime or seven years. And that, that's, that'd be absolutely horrible. For, you, for them to find that out second to finding out, you know, that what's possible either side. So I, I always recommend the young guys to, to get along to a natural show and just see what the potential is like. Because when I saw my first natural show, I was like, fuck, I've got a lot of progress to make. Um, and that really makes you fucking excited <laughs> because you're like, if this progress is potential, then... I can keep going for ages naturally and and be very happy with the results. So you've 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 prepped a lot, haven't you? I I imagine that you've have you have you prepped every single year since 2014? I have indeed. Yeah, wow, interesting. Um and you've certainly made improvements. So I guess before we go over how this prep has gone, I'd like to shift you the question of how how consistent are you in the phases between your preps in your off seasons and have you over the years got more and more consistent and better at those short off season phases and do you think that the last or the most recent off season phase between like last year and this year has probably been the best like how have you approached those very short phases of bumping up your calories bumping up your body weight etc well um definitely uh, the most recent off season has been the most productive mm. um, it's just been a case of trial and error and getting to know my body yeah so 
first, my first off season, I was like, you know, just pile on the weight, the bigger the better, really. That's sure. what I thought. I thought, it doesn't matter about putting fat on, I'm just going to be building muscle as well. So, yeah. when I shut down, I'm going to be like 20 pounds heavier on stage and all that probably. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, to, you soon learn to um, realise what you've actually built is just a fat. Shit, a ton of fat. <laughs> <laughs> recent off season um, I've you know because my off seasons are pretty short I really have to be productive so it's literally it was last year back off holidays um, had a couple of days um, to get back to normal and then sure. from there it was pretty much straight into um, a pretty structured off season nice um, obviously, obviously I do go out here and there and um, go to family events and stuff but you know I was pretty tight this year yeah, and did you manage to get your food pretty high in your off-season phases? Like, you're a big guy, you're you're a heavyweight bodybuilder. What does your general off-season calories look like in a normal week? Um, on a daily basis, it's roughly at peak, probably around five thousand daily. Nice, roughly. nice, amazing. And 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 did you find that this off-season? Did you have any different approaches to your training and did you sort of get stronger than you've ever previously got or or have you had to work around any injuries in the last off season like how how productive was was the training in the last most frequent most recent sorry off season um training wise um, I'm always evaluate, evaluating the training so mm. basically um, if, if things don't feel right then we need fixing as soon as sure uh, with like my legs, I used to like struggle to fire them up. Okay. I get a good contraction, so I started getting more massages, and, and that's really helped. Started stretching more and stuff, and um, really focusing on the contraction. So uh, now, when I train them, it's, it's been really sweet. And you think you've brought up your legs? Do you think that that's probably one of the body parts that have come up over the over the last few years? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, bit by bit, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, because you've always always had like this crazy round, huge upper body, and I guess with your height as well, it's it's about filling out the frame. And you're still a relatively young guy, like you've, and then you're competing against individuals that are a little bit older than you and potentially have got more dense tissue and they're a bit shorter. Um, so it's very interesting to see your physique develop. But I'd say definitely like. Over the years that I've seen you compete, your your legs have come up significantly, which is really really cool to see. Obviously, like it's funny because my my it was we're quite similar apart from the fact that you've competed a little bit more frequently than me because I competed in fourteen, fifteen, and now seventeen. Um, I just took a year out, but it's very interesting. We've had similar journeys for sure. Um, so this prep, and obviously we're into peak week now. How has this prep gone overall so far? I know that for you, obviously, the, the goal is certainly a little bit like in, in the future and it will probably be like the British finals that is the end main goal. But up until this qualifier, uh, how, how have things gone? When did you start and what, like, how, yeah, just how has the prep gone in general, mate? This year, the prep has gone a bit of time gone. Wow. Like, training wise everything seems to have you know just come together Whereas last place. year 
yeah, um, last year I struggled, nothing seemed to be really going my way, but this time, you know, it's happened. But there has been some like external factors which I've had to deal with. Um, okay, like what have you had to deal with this time? Well, early on in the prep, um, like my grandma, she passed away. Oh so, man, sorry to hear that. And you know, it went easy. Yeah. And you get to a point where you think, you know what, you know, you just want to, I don't, you know, kind of just give it, no, I'll give it up, but you know, take and um, take a little break. But then I think, what's the point, you know? Is it? It's not going to achieve anything. I may as well just keep um, doing what I enjoy. And yeah. Carry on with Sure, 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 sure. Uh, and when, when, when did you, when did you start prep, Theo? How many weeks out? This week will be the 18th week, so it's a little bit shorter. Yeah, um, sure. A little bit shorter, but I feel like I've um, been a lot more productive. Mm, sure. And 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 what was your what was your starting weight? What 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 did you weigh in when you started prep? And how much weight? How much body weight did you have? Have you actually lost so far? That one hundred and seven kilo, kilos, yeah, <laughs> yeah, kilograms. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm down. To, well, this morning I'm ninety point five. Cool, so, epic. Yeah, and is is that is that depleted ninety point five? Like, are you doing any sort of depletion this week? What what did you if 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 you care to share the the Theo secrets? What does your sort of uh, <laughs> What what does your week look like this week? Are you doing a full on peak week, or are you are you taking a more relaxed p- approach to things? Yeah, I'm not doing anything too drastic, but um, because usually I just pretty much carb cycle anyway, so I'll have some low days and then yeah. Have a, so this week is just pretty much like a normal week for me. Yeah. Uh, only thing that I'm doing different is that I'm I'm dropping the um, like the food down a little bit more because. Uh, my actual output's going to be a bit lower this week as well. Are you backing? Are you backing off the cardio? Um, a little bit, yeah. Mm. A little, I'm still doing cardio, but not quite as much. Okay, okay. And and how much how much cardio have you been doing throughout most of the prep? Have you been have you been just doing uh, normal cardio on machines, or have you been tracking your step your your steps on a daily basis? Like, what's your cardio look like? You know what? But I'm I'm gonna start. You know, <laughs> when you no, seriously, because um, when you told me about like tracking the weight, uh, everything seemed to make a bit more sense. Averages. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Averages as well. <laughs> I might just have to buy like um, Fitbit or something and track some steps. But with cardio, um, it's it's just increasing over the um, course of the prep and mm. like. Twice a day for about five days. Okay. So, um, it's been as much as forty-five minutes in the morning, forty-five minutes in the evening. Okay. But sometimes it's been a little bit lower. I've uh, just gone off how I, like how I felt, and also the time I've had. Yeah, sure. Sure, sure, sure. So, so what do you do in terms of like time management? What's your what's your job at the moment? What do you do on a daily basis? And and is that different to what you did last year in terms of your job and your occupation? Yeah, this year I am just a full time PT. That's me. Catch up nice. lifestyle fitness. 
<laughs> but yeah, last year, oh my god, it was so much different because I was working security. Oh wow. Twelve hours. Yeah. Um, a lot of night work, and then sometimes it was twelve hours in the day. So my sleep pattern, well, I had no sleep pattern. Yeah. So yeah, it was a lot different. Would you say that it's made it? not necessarily easier because Theo we both know this is not fucking easy but would you say that it's made it more sustainable and do you feel like your lifestyle fits into the PT stuff more than it does the night shift yeah 100% Yeah. in between clients because I only live literally 5 minutes from the gym Yeah. so if there's a gap in between and clients, I'll come home and maybe have a nap or just chill out and relax. Where I wasn't able to do that um, at the other job, mm. um, I was on my feet pretty much all day. And you know, when you run down, you just need to do as little as possible. But at the other job, sometimes you know, on a Saturday night, people be used up in that, and I still have to be active. Yeah, yeah, and th- that intrigues me. So you've you've probably had a little bit more rest. You've had a little bit more time to focus on your meal timing and and making sure that everything's sort of, as we say, ticking the boxes. Now, do you feel like this year you've retained more of your training performance? Like, do you feel like you're stronger than you were at the end of the last prep? Uh, and do you feel like your sessions have gone potentially better as a result of? Uh, obviously the occupation and also maybe a little bit of a different approach to your training at all yeah definitely and um, this prep i've pretty much kept all my strength nice um, there's even been some increases at points um whereas last year my push and movements especially yeah um, they just kind of and the power just diminished yeah there was nothing by the end of the prep i was just struggling to actually um, move any weight at all so yeah I'm really happy with how things have gone mm. and has there been with the training performance side of things has there been any sort of changes to the way you set up your macro ratios so for example in 2016 were you more uh, higher protein lower carb uh, this year have you taken a higher carb approach like have you changed around your macro ratios at all Theo well, this year, well, last year, I didn't really play with fat too much until near the end. Okay. And um, whereas this year, um, I actually started off with, like, even through the off-season, I was having higher fats and lower carbs and uh, increased amount of protein as well. Interesting. Um, and I think, I think that's kind of helped keep some of the fat off me. Okay. Um, whereas usually, I was just piling on the carbs and mm. probably eat more. Okay. And also, um, the amount of cardio I've done this prep has been a significant amount more than what I did the last prep. Mm. Interesting, interesting. Very, very cool to see. And obviously, like, individual approaches are very, very different. And it's, it's nice to see how different people do things. I know that a lot of people, especially, like, within the BNBF, it's very interesting sort of seeing, like, this... I think a lot of people like the high carb approach um, and high carb sort of very 
I'm almost quite quite low fat in most, but not like crazy low, and then sort of moderate to moderate to high protein, of course. And I think that that breeds a lot of relevance because carbohydrates are going to fuel most of your training sessions. And I I've noticed you in some of your vlogs saying, you know, oh like I felt like some of these training sessions are just not going so well, and then you bumped up your carbs a little bit, and you had some really good sessions. Um, so one of the last things on nutrition that I want to cover before we wrap things up here is um, what's uh, what's been the sort of the the approach behind these very high calorie days. I'm sure I'm sure so many people are, are, are interested to know your uh, opinions and sort of like why you do them, the effects that they've had psychologically and with your training. So like explain sort of what a a usual high calorie day looks like for you and uh do do you plan on doing that for 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 your peak at all or is is this something that you just sort of use to keep you going and 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 make some more progress well to be honest um the high calorie well the like 10,000 calorie days um they only came in recently okay um, towards the end mainly to towards right towards the end of the diet um you know throughout the mid um to get into the middle of the diet everything was just relatively normal as you'd say and with these I just felt like I wanted to find the right amount of food where I can get really full without like spilling over neither because I've always struggled on peak week I really okay. have been like carving up where whether it's you know I've never felt like I've been at my 100% best on stage. Um, I'm not making any excuses. Sure. Through either lack of knowledge or lack of experience or whatever. Mm. I've always felt I could So, um, yeah, that's why I've been having so many um, so much food. But, you know, you've got a lot of things to take into consideration when it comes to, like, actually getting all in that. So, such as, like, your sodium and, you know, and just there's a few different approaches and i've just trial and errored over the years so hopefully i've got it bang on mm. um, this time what i will say is that um one one major difference um with this diet than all the previous ones is that i've actually realized that it's not just about eating a plain simple so-called bro food um i've actually felt a benefit of having like the cultural pot workout and um, it's refreshing to hear <laughs> you know what I'm because I can literally I could quite easily just eat chicken and rice or sure seven, seven times a day it, w- it would not bother me at all absolutely um, but you know I found over the years it's, it's not been the most beneficial um, and definitely it's proven it this year uh, with my diet mm. so I'm not saying I'm a flexible diet or anything sure but sure sure I've, in a more varied um, food like food sources has definitely helped mm, yeah and would you say that's more so psychological than sort of like any sort of physical changes that you've noticed it's just like you know that you're not condemned to eat these three food groups and you know that you're not cheating by having something like a bagel as long as the calories are tracked well yeah both really both um, because when I, when I have a um, Foods, my body really responds well, yeah. to, especially when I'm in a complete state. Sure. Um, so, you know, it's, 
definitely helping physically and mentally. You know, it is good to know that, oh, once I got through this workout, I can have something to eat. Yeah. It, and the mental side of training and dieting is definitely uh, a big importance. Mm. Sometimes. Yeah, sure. And a lot of people say, you know, when they have some foods like that post-show and they're like, oh, I look way better post-show. Um and you know it, it can sometimes be like people just need to play about with things and experiment so that's very interesting right so final question theo uh, and then we'll wrap things up so what is the what is the main goal for you this year like no holds barred honest goal what do you want out of this year besides achieving obviously we know the best theo on stage possible what do you want to take away from this year in terms of achievement? Well, uh, it's funny you say that because the best Theo, um, you know, if it's not the if it's not the best on stage, then I still won't be happy. So for me, it's about that pro card. I've, that's what I've always wanted. That's what spurred me on over the years, just to keep plugging away year after year. And this year, um, after eighteen weeks, I feel I'm the best. I'm in the best shape I've ever been. So going forward from here, you know, hopefully I'll qualify. Hopefully I'll win. That's, mm. That is the goal. Yeah. Um, and in the British finals, I'll win something special. That's the plan. Amazing. The but, you know, I'm not, I can't discredit any other competitor because I know yeah. they're going to be as well. Yeah, there's going to be people bringing it, I'm sure. And I'm sure... The people bringing it will be uh, will be watching this, Theo, and they'll be like, they'll be eyeing up you, they'll be eyeing up your pictures. <laughs> so um, you, you've you've heard it here, guys. It's going to be a battle, and I think the I think the Midlands show is going to be epic across the board. Like from what I've seen, I've seen I've seen some of the juniors on socials. I've seen some of the heavyweights. I've seen, although some of them are staying extremely quiet. It seems to me that there's yeah. no there's no. Know pi- who you are. <laughs> <laughs> there's just there's just pictures of potatoes. Um, but uh, but still, guys, like I I think that I think that makes it re- really exciting. Um, I know for sure that the first thing I'm doing when I get off stage is, is rushing to grab a seat to watch because I know it's going to be a, a, a battle and it's going to be awesome to see. So, yep, that's it for us, guys. So we're, we're going to leave it here. Um, make sure to to follow Theo also. Theo's got a, an awesome Instagram page. He's also got a, a YouTube channel which he's releasing weekly vlogs. Uh, he actually uh, filmed a refeed day really recently and then has done sort of like other informative ones just talking through his prep. So make sure to, to go and follow that. I'll leave that in the info box below. And then of course, any any questions that you guys have or, or just want to support and follow our journeys, make sure to follow us all uh, on socials and leave any comments in, in the comments section. So Cheers, guys, for listening. Thank you, Theo, for your time. And uh, we will see you okay. in, that, in that next episode. Cheers, Theo. Yeah, bye.